1: So before we can get to the how to do it and before we can actually implement and take action, if we don't go upstream and anchor in an unstoppable mindset, then we just resort back to what our subconscious feels comfortable with. And I think this is the mechanism that disturbs inaction.
0: Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. What is your why? What is the true reason you jump out of bed and keep cruising towards your dreams, even when it gets really stinking tough? Getting to the heart of your why is the single biggest factor in sticking with your goals, no matter how rough the road may get. And I don't just say this in theory. I say it because I know. Ever since trying this exercise, my vision of my why has never been clearer, and my drive to continue the work that I'm doing has never been stronger, ever. It's called the Seven Levels Deep, and it's from the only course I took last year called the Knowledge Business Blueprint. Seven Levels Deep is an important tool with the main focus of anchoring in your why. There may not be a more powerful motivating factor on the planet than knowing your true why when you know in your soul why you get up every morning and fight for your dreams. You'll never let anything get in your way of becoming the person you're meant to be. My business coach, Dean Graziosi, teaches this tool inside of KBB, the Knowledge Broker Blueprint, so I've invited him on Gold Digger once again to lead us all through this transformative exercise. It's funny because I've done the seven levels deep exercise twice now, and the second time around, my why was even more refined and focused. I'll tell you what it is, and Dean and I will guide you through the questions to determine your why all inside of this episode. Oh, and if you're curious about diving deeper into this world and these tools, and you want to learn from my business coach, Dean, and you cannot wait to get to the end of the show, head to jennaslink.com and see how you can experience all of this for yourself with our support. Again, that's jennaslink.com. You can see what Dean and I are up to. Are you ready? Let's go. Thanks to Fiverr for supporting Gold Digger. It's so easy to find freelance talent for your business or your product. Don't waste any more time. Get 10% off in the service you deserve at FIVERR.com with the code Gold Digger. Do you want to know the three secrets that keep my business growing and have totally transformed my life into the vision I've always dreamed? They're the core advice I gleaned from my business coach, Dean Graziosi. And you can get them at jennacutcher.com slash three secrets. That's Jennacouture.com/ slash the number three and secrets. All right, Dean, you are zero stranger to the podcast. And it's been just so incredible having you show up for my audience and especially for me over this last year. So welcome back to the show. It's so good to be here. It feels like we're just sitting on a comfortable couch, drinking the wine like we did at your house (laughs) and and just letting people in on some really important conversations. So I'm thrilled to do this. Well, listen, I have to tell you, first off, I've been
1: Loving watching what you're doing. You know, we've been—I don't know—it's almost about a year we've known each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we went from zero to 100 miles an hour really fast. <laughs> um, you take my wife and I's wedding pictures, our our baby pictures. We just did the final baby pictures, and she's like, "I can't have anybody do it." But Jenna, I'm like, of course you can't. <laughs> but I've been loving watching what you do. I love your tribe. Everybody listening, what's up? Good to see you. Thank you for the incredible comments. After you and I do a training that we reveal to everybody, God. Yeah. Uh, you the incredibly beautiful comments and dms we get and my wife gets so thank you thank you thank you
0: i'm just super excited and honored and i agree it's just we've walked through a lot of life together in this last year and Talking about some of those behind the scenes, because you and I, we can talk strategy and marketing all day. But my hope with having you on in this capacity is to share a tool that I know transformed your life so many moons ago, but something that has also just really touched my life because the listeners are no stranger. I went through your program, not just once, but twice. And I've done this exercise now numerous times. And what's so interesting to me, especially as a woman, is that my results kind of change and and they evolve they as I evolve as a person. And so today we're going to talk about this really wonderful exercise that anyone listening can do today that is going to connect them to their why. And before we dive on into that, I just want to share a little bit about the whole thought of finding your why, because to me, it feels super overwhelming. And you and I had a kind of a side conversation about this when we were in Puerto Rico the other day, because when you're around people that are so convicted with why they do what they do, when they can say it in this beautiful like sentence that talks about how they show up and serve the world, it feels really beautiful. But to me, it also feels intimidating. And so As we walk through this today, if you're one of those people that you're like, I don't know what my why is. I don't know what my compelling future looks like. I don't know what my ideal client is. Like if all of these terminologies kind of leave you riddled with anxiety, I hope that you're able to almost feel like this exercise allows you to take a deep breath and to kind of settle in to what that looks like for you personally today. Not anyone else's version of it, not any elevator pitch about it, but just what is that thing that's driving? you. So I think we've set the cliffhanger well enough.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, I have to tell you, before we get into talking about this exercise, Jenna, I remember the day I did this for the first time with a gentleman named Joe Stump, who introduced me to him. He's an amazing guy. But I have to tell you, up until that point in my life, I read books on finding your purpose, on finding your why. And I have to tell you, every time I was done, I was more overwhelmed. It's like getting a planner. Did you ever get a planner to plan your day? And the planner is so complicated, it actually gives you more uh, anxiety. Like you have anxiety about the planning of the planner rather than just the plan, right? And I used to feel that way about a why. Just the way you said you watch somebody with conviction, like, how did you get that? Mine is cloudy. And this exercise has given me true meaning. And I think it's simple, maybe maybe because, you know, I probably have about an eighth grade reading level, even though I'm a multiple New York Times bestselling author. So sometimes I just need things really simple that really land in my soul. So I'm excited to share this today.
0: So when I thought about this conversation, you know, I think about you're in my relationship because what people see is the surface level teaching stuff. But you and I go so much deeper than that. And I really think that this exercise, the seven levels deep has connected you and I to understand each other in a new way. So first, before we do the exercise, yeah. walk me through what it is and how you kind of were exposed to it and then how you've kind of made it just a staple in how you show up and teach the world. Yeah. Cause here's the thing. Life comes at us,
1: right? We might listen to a great podcast like this. We get a course, we go to an event, we get inspired. Like we make decisions in life for two reasons. One is when we had enough, we're fed up. Like I can't take another day in this office with no windows. You know, we've made relationship decisions. I cannot take another day feeling unloved or unappreciated. Like there's moments where years could build up And then there's just this moment of decision that you must make. Right. And then there's other times where you just, it's kind of gradual. Like I know I need to, and you're just looking at it and then it's like a slow build. And then you finally decide. Now, when those decisions are made, that either I got to, I got to burn the boat today, or I've been planning my escape, escape from this job, escape from anything. When that decision is made, what will stop you from going back to where you were, back to the office with no windows, back to not having enough, back to not feeling loved, what, whatever it is. We're, let's talk about you know business or success in, in this one because we go in every area of our life. You need a deeper meaning to drive you through because once that decision's made, then all of a sudden self-doubt comes in. Well, can I, can I really do my own thing? Would I be alone and scared? Would, would would no one support me? Would my family think I'm nuts? Like, And that self-doubt alone could make that decision get fuzzy, and then you go back to where you were, and that's when you feel like you missed opportunities in the past. So what I love about this exercise is we're all scared. We all have those two voices, one that's saying, you're not an expert, you're an imposter, you're going to fail, and you're going to worry about what people think or see of you when you do fail. And we also have the voice that says, come on, girl, come on, guy, we got this. We can do it. We're strong enough. We're, we're, we have great mentors. I listen to Jenna and all these, I have it right. So we have these competing voices. We also, then the self-doubt comes in and then we're stuck at this crossroad. And to me, this exercise is the crossroad exercise to say, no, I'm not going back. No, I meant for more. Yes, I can do this. And that's what it's meant for me for over a decade now. It has been that thing when I have a rough day, when I have a rough week, when the thing goes sideways, when you don't have the support. And it doesn't matter how successful you are today. I I found out news last night, literally at midnight last night, I found something out, Jenna, that, you know, it doesn't matter how much success you had, something very shocking, something I was like, oh my God. And you know what I did today? I thought about why the hell I do this, why I keep pushing forward. And it's been a tool that I think, you know, it's been the number one tool in the training that I did with Tony Robbins that, you know, you've been through it twice. It is absolutely positively the number one tool that sets in the foundation, right? Like you can have all the tactics in the world. You can have all the strategies in the world. You guys listening, you've had a course before. You've had tactics before. You had somebody share a strategy, but why didn't you do it? Yeah. Why are you looking back saying, you know, why didn't I ever do that thing? it probably wasn't the tactics. It probably wasn't the strategy. It was probably your mindset. It was because something got in your way, a barrier. So before we can get to the how to do it, and before we can actually implement and take action, if we don't go upstream and anchor in an unstoppable mindset, then we just resort back to what our subconscious feels comfortable with. And I think this is the mechanism that disturbs, uh, allows you to say disturbed with inaction. I guess that's a good thing to, to think about is like, how do you get disturbed with not being your full, you know, being at your full potential?
0: I think that's a brilliant way to describe it. And I know so many people listening feel a lot of guilt in the sense that they haven't taken action. I mean, I feel that all the time where I'm like, why didn't I do that thing? Why didn't I pursue that idea? And, And especially women, it's like we are caretakers. We're out there like serving everyone first and ourselves last. And then we walk around this immense guilt of why I'm not doing more or why I'm not pursuing that thing. And so For me, it was super interesting because Dean, the first time I did this exercise, I think I was 10 weeks postpartum, still in that, you know, fourth trimester fog of like, (laughs) what is this new life and what is my new purpose and and has it changed and have I changed? And then it was just insane because I can literally close my eyes and I retook this lesson and I was on a walk with Conley, who is now one. Uh, we're in Hawaii and we're walking and, and you're explaining it. And it's, it's only a 10 minute piece of the big overall picture of KBB, 10 minutes. And I'm on this walk and I keep turning down every cul-de-sac and I'm just <laughs> continuing this walk because I'm asking myself these questions and really feeling convicted to answer them and to not just listen, but to apply. So walk me through how this exercise works and where do we begin with this? Because I think the beginning is the easy part. And as we continue to go, that's when the real answers start to show up. So I guess the best way to share it is
1: how it worked for me, if that works with you. Yep. Yeah. So about 10, I bet you it's more than 10, 10 years ago or so. Let's just use that as a number. I was looking for a way for my students to have more engagement. And I know you're obsessed with this too, Jenna. Like you could teach people the exact strategy. And I was like, how do I get more of them to use it? Because life is getting in their way, right? It's like, I'm teaching you how to do this, but because your husband doesn't believe in you or because your coworkers tell you that's just a dream, you're not actually implementing. So I wanted a way to like break through that. And people kept telling me about this guy, Joe Stump who had a community that he had completely engaged. So I got a hold of him and asked him if he could consult for a day. And his fee was $10,000 for the day. I remember. And, uh, but before we hung up the phone, he's like, how about this? I want to learn from you. So how about I come to your house, give you a half a day consulting. And then we switch and you give me a half a day consulting. I said, perfect. So he comes and we're, we sit down and I, I bring my team in and I, I'm waiting for him to give me these tactical, you know, send out an email on day seven and say this. And he looks at me and he said, dude, I can tell how much you care. I, I, I'm on your emails. I watch your videos. He said, have you ever done the seven levels deep? And I said, I have no idea what that is. He said, to help get you and your students To know why the heck they follow you. Why do they want to read your books? Why do they want to take your advanced trainings? And I said, man, if it'll help my students bring it on, I'll take it. And he's like, no, I don't want to just give it to you. I want you to go through it. I'm like, no, you know, we don't have to go through. I had no idea what it was, Jenna. I'm like, we have to go through it. Just give me it. Cause I'm a, I'm an implementation machine. He's like, no, well, we're going to slow down right now. And he's really calm. You know, I can get it. I can tend to be a little anxious or high energy. Right. And he's more like, you know, he's the guy that walks in the room subtly. I got, I love this guy. So he said, no, let's go through it. I said, okay, let's do it. And he said, and I remember it to this day. So I will explain this exercise in more detail later. And Jenna, I'd love to go through your experience with it. But again back to me because it was kind of new to me just like it might be to so many of you listening. He said, "Why would you why would you hire me for 10,000? I know we bartered, but why would you hire me?" So, it was an easy first answer for me. He could have said, and I could say to you guys, "Why would you want to make more money? Why would you want more freedom? Why would you, you know, want to do something more impactful in your life, right?" It doesn't really matter what the first answer is. To me, he just said, "Why would you?" be willing to spend $10,000 to help your clients have more results. And the answer, like I said, was easy. It came out of my head. And I want you guys to, if you're anywhere, you could take a note, do it. If not, you know, another time or take a mental note of that answer comes out of your thoughts, out of your brain. And I said, because I want to make more of an impact on people. And he said, okay, that's great. And this is hence where the seven levels deep come in. He said, okay, so Dean, you, I asked you, and this is how he said it to me. He said, I asked you, why would you hire me for $10,000? And you said to make more of an impact on your students. It was something along that. I don't have it in front of me right now. And I said, yes. And he said, okay, why is it important that you make an impact on your students? I was like, okay. And I thought about it. and I said, um, because I, I believe this is an industry with lots of great people and lots of people that aren't so great. And I want to raise the standards. And this is again, this is over 10 years ago, I'm, to the best of my recollection. I said, I want to raise the standards so the good people get to grow and those that aren't good need to be pushed out of the industry. Raise the standards. He's like, wow, what a noble answer. So I asked you why you paid me 10 grand and you said to impact more lives. I asked you why you want to impact more lives and you came out and said, which I think is noble, you want to raise the standards of the industry, you know, get the, let the good get better and the bad get out. So, why is that important to you? And I said, you know, I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave a legacy that I changed lots of lives. And again, coming out of my head, easy, easy answers. Now, I want to be honest with you. And I know I went back and looked at my old thing and it, it's in my old notes from this. And, and I think I, I listed them all in, in uh, KBB when I did this exercise. But I'm not, I don't really remember what I said in my third and fourth answer to complete clarity. But then all of a sudden, when I got to his fifth time asking, and he said, I asked you why you paid me $10,000, you said this. I asked you why that's important that you make an impact on people, you said this. Then I asked you this. Then all of a sudden, this is where the seven levels deep and finding my why changed. From my simple thinking, my simple thoughts, he said to me, why is that important to you? Whatever my previous answer was. And all of a sudden, I felt in my physiology, Jenna, like not trying to be dramatic here. And I'm betting who's ever listening, who's taken this process. And I bet it with you, Jenna, when you're walking around cul-de-sac and making lefts and rights, there's a time when it shifts from your head to your heart and you feel it. Like you legitimately feel it. For me, I got goosebumps and I didn't know what was happening. He asked me these four or five questions. It was nothing. It was this, it was that, it was this. And then all of a sudden I felt completely different. I sat different. I felt emotional. And I said, I don't ever want to go backwards what does that have to do with hiring a guy for $10,000 to come consult for my company? So I make more impact. I said, I don't want to go backwards. And he said, wow, you don't want to go backwards. What does that mean to you? And I said, you know, when I was a kid, my mom didn't have money. Our our car was so bad that I made her drop me off two blocks from school. And I watched my mom work three jobs and come home at night. And we were latchkey kids, eight years old. I was cooking breakfast and dinner and lunch with my sister and we did our own laundry. And, And I watched my mom, you know." not have anything. It made me really sad. Like my biggest muse, the reason I worked so hard and knew I was going to be successful in eighth grade was my mom. I mean, she was this beautiful woman. My dad didn't help us. They were divorced, didn't help us financially. So I watched this beautiful woman, caring, loving, work so hard for nothing. Jenna, I mean, she worked harder than both of us combined physically and had nothing to show for it. And man, all of that, I could cry right now. I'm just in an emotional mood today. All of that came flooding to me like a, like a, fire hose in my face. And I got my team around me and he came with two people and I got tears starting to well up in my eyes. And I'm like, I just don't want to go backwards. And he said, well, and I told him that story. And he's like, wow, Dean, thank you so much for being so vulnerable in front of everybody. And I just thought to myself, now I know my reason now, God, I know why I've worked so hard my whole life. It was, it was that I said, that's it. He said, that's great Dean, but we're only on question five. I have two more for you. So Dean, why don't you want to go backwards? And for those of you that are parents, you're going to understand why I literally started sobbing. I said, I want my kids to have choices. Now, I had never said that. Like it wasn't some stage presentation or something I wrote in copy or something. Like I would never had those words come out of my mouth. I've been working my butt off since I was 16 years old when I started a firewood cutting business. I had just been working hard. And I said, I want my kids to have choices. And I thought about my kids. And again, I'm crying like legit crying. Can't hold it back. I'm not trying to look pretty. I'm just crying. And he said, thanks for being so vulnerable again, Dean. So what does that mean to you? And I, I said these exact words. I said, I don't want to raise, they were little. My kids were one and three. I said, I don't want to raise two entitled children. The world, that's the last thing the world needs is another entitled kid. I said, but I didn't have choices as a kid when I just didn't. And I want them to have choices. I want them to be left opportunity. I want them to live into their soul. If they want to be artists, they want to be teachers. I want them to be able to have choices in life. And that's why I'm working so hard. And I'm legit, like, I'm in my heart. Like, my head has nothing to do with this. I feel it in my whole body. And I'm like, that's it. It's my kids. And he said, wow, thank you. And he was so kind and so sweet going through this. So I want you when, when we talk more about this, if you're listening, when it's time to go through this exercise, do it with someone who's kind and caring. And if you don't have that, do it with yourself and be kind and caring to yourself as you go through this.
0: What I love about that is that those first answers come so easily, right? Like like most people, it's like save time, make money, you know, create impact. Like Those are wonderful, beautiful reasons and usually some of the first reasons we give, but Like you have to get real honest with yourself as you continue to go layer by layer, level by level.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, so now I'm thinking I'm done. I'm sobbing. I'm thinking about my little kids. I want to go in the other room because I was literally sitting out on my patio. I want to go in the other room and hug my kids. And he said, Dean, there's just one more question left. Why is it important that your kids have choices? And something came out of my mouth that I'll remember to this day that I told myself this morning when I woke up with a lot of my mind is I wanted to be in control of my life. And what that meant to me, he said, what does that mean? And I said, I remember saying these exact words, like it was yesterday. I said, I'm not a control freak, but as a kid, and we all have our own past, this is not poor me. I'm blessed to have the past I had. It made me the man I am, the father I am, the husband I am, the friend I get to be. But I remember thinking, When I was a kid, my parents were married nine times, Jenna, my dad, four, my mom, five. I moved 20 times by the time I was 19 years old and I was never in control. And what I mean by control is this, I'd meet a stepdad. Lenny was my stepdad, coolest dude in the world him and my mom had this great relationship. He took me to adventure parks and he took me hunting and took me fishing and taught me how to cut firewood. That's why I went in the firewood business. He taught me all these cool things, taught me how to build a log cabin. And I built forts with him and his dad, Leo Rizzo. It was like an adopted grandfather. He took me pheasant hunting and he took me fishing in Long Island and fishing in Massachusetts. I had this incredible time for like four years. It was like the first time I felt stability in my life, but then they split up and I was gone my mongoose bike and the cul-de-sac gone. I came home one day from school. We were out and we moved in someplace else and then moved. And I moved into my dad and he married someone who didn't like kids and she wanted me out of the house. So I left one day in the middle of the night and walked to my grandmother's house, lived with my grandmother for two years. and, And I just, as a kid, because of choices they made before I had the choice to run my own life, by 17, I just lived on my own because I didn't want that. But before that, I was just never in control. Their decisions, whether good, bad, or otherwise, I'm not judging them. They did the best they could and I love my parents dearly. But because of their decisions, I must have felt so out of control as a kid. Like I like my friends, why do I have to move? I like my stepsister, why do I have to move? I like my step grandpa and I'm telling him this and I'm literally just like completely breaking down now. And I realized at that moment, the reason I work so hard, the reason I get through the tough times. Is because I need to be in control. I don't want anybody to tell me how to raise my children, how to dress, where to live, when I can pick them up from school, which I pick my kids up from school every single day they're with me. Last night I was at baseball practice. Like, I don't want anybody telling me how to live, where to live, what to do, how to dress, what cars I'm going to drive. I especially couldn't handle having some boss tell me, like, I am anti control. I'm anti someone else's rules. And I realized at that moment, like, my, my whole life wrapped into those three statements. Like, I work so hard and I want success and I will fight through barriers. I won't listen to the naysayers. I'll focus on solutions. I'll get the work done. I'll work harder than anybody else. I won't listen to what people say for three reasons. I don't want to go backwards. I am going to give my kids choices and no one's going to take away my control. And those three things have made the difference. People say, how are you successful in cutting firewood? And I had an auto sales business. I had a collision business. I had a tow truck company. I owned multiple 24 apartments. I bought raw land and built houses and sold them. I was in the infomercial, you know, not the infomercial. I was in the knowledge industry, but I sold through an infomercial. I speak on stages. I'm a multiple New York Times bestselling author. I get to partner with great people like Tony Robbins and create courses that impact the world and become a movement. I own 300 houses. I failed miserably in between a lot of those. So don't think this was all easy. But my whole point is people like, how do you do all those things? I want the tactics on all of it. I'm like, Because I went upstream and anchored in a why that makes me fight like I'm 10 points down all the time. And I just think that is the impact that that's why this is the number one tool in the course before we get to the tactics and the how to.
0: One thing that I think is so important about how you super intentionally lead people is that you help find those anchor points. Because I think a lot of times, and if I look back on my own journey, I avoided mindset work for so long until there was no more avoiding it because I figured strategies and systems and tools and all that would just get me to where I wanted to go. But there were so many things I was battling inward. And there's a portion inside of the course that you created that is just tools. And it would be so easy to just skip over it and move on to the other stuff. And you know, what's insane to me, and we've talked about this before on the show, is that you sell what people think they want, but give them what they need. And I have worked through those tools over and over and over again until I am blue in the face, I could probably list them in exact order (laughs) that they appear in the program. Because If we don't start connecting those things, if we don't start really getting a compelling future in our mind, if we don't start envisioning like the reason why we're doing all of this, there's going to be one obstacle and it's just going to take you right out, right? Like so many of us are examples of that.
1: It's one of those obstacles that you say, well, why am I even doing this? My life's okay. I should stop complaining. I should be satisfied from where I am because that's what the world tells you to do right? You should be satisfied that you, you know, you have an amazing husband. You don't need your own thing. You should be satisfied. You got a great job. You went to school. You got that degree. Now you get to use that degree. Like our subconscious starts to justify staying complacent. And, you know, there's a million different roads you could go down, you know, at the end of our lives. Do we want to live a complacent life? Do we want to live an okay life? Heck, do we want to live a good life? Could you imagine meeting your maker and saying, how was your life? It was good. That yeah, was good, I, you know I probably could have could have done my own thing. I probably could have had more time, more control, but you know, I went to school and I had a good life don 't worry about is that the conversation you want to have and, and these are the types of things that make sure that that doesn 't happen because I would much rather be at the end of my life saying, "Man, I tried. I went after it completely one hundred percent. I failed most of the time, but I had some great success i 'd rather say that and say it was ups and downs, but I live life on my terms." rather than saying I was fearful, I was scared, or I let other people talk me out of it.
0: Mm, Yes, 100%. Let's talk about finding freelance talent for your business or your project. Finding the right freelancer can be time consuming, frustrating and expensive. Where do you go to find the talent? How much is it going to cost? How can you be certain that they'll deliver? The answer? is Fiverr. Fiverr connects businesses with freelancers who offer hundreds of digital services including graphic design, copywriting, web programming, film editing and more. You can search by service, by deadline, reviews and price. Speaking of price, you'll know exactly what you're paying for upfront with no negotiating needed. The 24/7 customer service adds peace of mind too. We literally just hired a Fiverr freelancer to create some promo videos for a launch and they are incredible. It was awesome finding Finding a talent who had experience in the digital entrepreneur space, and it just made collaborating and getting the perfect style so much easier. Take five and check out Fiverr.com and you'll receive 10% off your first order by using the code gold digger. It's so easy. Don't waste any more time and get the service you deserve by going to FIVERR.com R.com code gold digger Fiverr. It starts here. Would you pay $100,000 to be coached by the best? I mean, that's a hefty chunk of change, but the good news is you don't have to the expert my business coach, Dean Graziosi. And after working with him for over a year, I put the three life-changing secrets I learned from him into one free guide for you. Head to jennacutcher.com slash three secrets to download it right now. And I'm even including a worksheet he made me to help me get exactly what I want when I negotiate. If you want to know this secret to defining success, advice for negotiating any deal, how to determine what your advantages and some never before shared stories all in my guide at jennacutcher.com slash three secrets. That's jennacutcher.com slash the number three and secrets. What would you say to somebody that is starting to do this exercise? And like you said, the first three, maybe even four answers flow out really easily. What would you tell them to keep digging down to get to layer five and six and seven? Like, How do we get to these levels where the actual answers start to show up?
1: Yeah. So you got to be vulnerable and get into your heart. There's no other way. That part of you that you think is tucked down, that you've been avoiding, you have to let it open. Now, I know that's easier said than done, but I'm going to give you another example. I did this on stage on a monthly basis for years in front of an audience that were my followers. And I would bring somebody up on stage every single month and it would be so exciting because I would get some people that the first parts were easy. They spit out the first three or four like they had them memorized. And sometimes people get stuck when they start feeling it in their heart. They're almost resisting. Like, let me logically come up with another answer for Dean. And I just wouldn't let him off the hook. I just wouldn't. I want to give you an example. I had this woman come up on stage and she, you could tell she was successful. And she came up and she's going through. And the first one, I said, why did you spend all the money to be at this event? Cause I want financial freedom. I'm, I'm hell bent on financial freedom. I said, great. Why do you want financial freedom? Because I want to be a woman that doesn't rely on a man. I don't need anybody. I, if I bring the right man in my life, that's awesome. But until then, nobody's going to tell us. Great. Why is that important? And she said, you know, this, and she gave me like four answers and she got to like the sixth one, Janet, and I could tell she was not in her heart. She was in her head. And I slowed it down a little bit. And I said, you got some great answers. I could tell you're already successful. You're here because you want that next level. I said, but I want to really ask you, why did you fly across the country to be here? Why do you want to have, you know, be in control of your finances? Why? And I just went through all of her answers. I said, but I want you to dig deep. She sat and the smile went away on her face and she got really serious. And I watched her physiology change. Her shoulders dipped. Her face changed she said, I'm here. Why I want this is because I married the love of my life when I was young and I lost my independence, but I loved him. And then he was unfaithful to me. And when I caught him, he didn't apologize. He was mean. It was a person I'd never seen before. And we ended up splitting. But the last thing he said to me as he walked out the door is you'll regret this because you're a loser and you'll never amount to anything. And she started crying and I, and I felt so, I was so proud of her for being vulnerable in front of hundreds of people. And she looked at me and she said, and that's why I'm successful. And there was one more answer after that, but, but she said to the whole audience, I've never shared that. I didn't even know that. And listen, we don't always want to have pain to drive us. But if it's the motivator to launch the ship, to get the rocket off the ground, your why can change, right? Once you get past that, but that I could see her. And after she revealed it, she got bigger, taller, her shoulders went back. It was, it was amazing. So when she's having a rough day, because here's the thing, I'm to share one more story. I had a guy, this awesome dude, he's like six foot two, he's dreadlocks, good looking dude. He comes up on stage and he gives me a hug, lifts my feet off the ground. And he says, bro, you're not going to make me cry. And I said, why? He said, because I've already done the seven levels deep. I already know my answer. And I'm like, oh, in my head, I hate when someone had already gone through it, right? Because I can't get that breakthrough that I want everybody in the audience to feel. So I said, all right, I'm still going to try it. So I sit down. I'm like, why are you here, man? Why would you travel all across the country and and be here? He said, because in my neighborhood, there's not enough dads where I grew up. I said, dads just bail and kids need dads, especially young boys. So I put an organization together. And I get dads on the weekends and we go in and we be like, you know, we're dads for the weekend and it's making such an impact and I want to keep feeling it. So man, Dean, you ain't getting me because you're not getting me because this is my why. And I said, wow, he's, that's a good one. And I said, why that? And then we got to about the sixth answer. And I said, I really want you to dig deep. Why are you doing this? Why are you helping the kids? Why? And man, same thing. I watched it land in his heart and he started sobbing, not tears, like sobbing. And he said, when his mom passed away, he said his mom was an amazing woman, a single mom who raised him, worked three, four jobs to make sure he was a good kid and stay off the streets. He said, but when my mom died, I was a drug addict. And he goes, the day she died, I gave up drugs. And he said, I'm going to make my mom damn proud in heaven every day of my life. And he stood up and the audience was in tears. They cheered him. And I know for a fact, There is nothing that will ever stop that guy because he identified what that why is. Because here's the thing, Jenna, is and I I love talking about this, so please interrupt me if you have any questions, but I got to say this one thing. Life is going to come at us. When you go to another level, when you're ready to break through the barrier, when you're ready to tap into your full potential, the opposite shows up. Whether you believe it's God, devil, good, bad, universe testing you, paying success tax, whatever you believe in the signs of doubt, the signs of people holding you back, the money not coming through, the ad not working, the spouse not supporting you, it's all going to happen. And when you say, I'm doing this because I want financial freedom. I'm doing this because I, I want to spend more time with my family. They're strong, but they're not strong enough. They're the ones that get you back on track of where you were in that hypnotic rhythm of the life you used to have. But for me, When I say I'm never going backwards, my kids are going to have freedom and choices and I'm going to be in control of my life. There is nothing that'll stop me. I will chew through a brick wall. I will go through the course twice. I will let my spouse say what they want or friends say what they want and it'll bounce off me like Teflon. When someone you care about turns against you, If I don't go back to that, everything else will get me off track. And I know I've done this with so many people. I know when that guy's having trouble building his charity, if he thinks I want to build this charity, it's not enough. But when he says, I'm going to make my mom proud every day of my waking life, he's not going to stop. He's going to find a solution. And the last piece I'll say is all of us think we need more resources. At the end of the day, we all need to be more resourceful. And when you have a powerful enough why, you become resourceful as hell.
0: Amen. I mean, I feel like that would be a mic drop moment if we had <laughs> microphones we were holding on to. I think what's so amazing about this exercise is it'd be so easy to skim it or to do it half heartedly. But I think. The reason why you can't do that, I don't care if you join the program or not, if you're listening to this, you have to sit down and do this is because it makes you face some of those demons or those things that you've been running from, but you haven't acknowledged. And like, even when I was going through it and just preparing for today, I'm like thinking of all these like stories of my childhood or, or things that we've encountered as a family. And like, it's like, okay, well, why though? But why? And I feel like in Puerto Rico, this is a great example. We're sitting at a table with some of the most successful people in the business. And one of the questions we would just ask people when they would say, I have this problem or I have this idea is why? Like, why do you want to do that? And the ideas that we actually see come into fruition, the missions that we actually see started, the impact that we actually see made is only fueled when it's grounded in something that is deeper than you, that is deeper than more money, more time, that is deeper than all of those surface level answers that come when you first get asked that question.
1: It's absolutely true. And, and again, we watched it in each person. And, and I know the people who retreat and go backwards will say things like, wow, I got to trying to understand how to market and it got too complicated. So I stopped. For me, that's not a complication issue. When people say I couldn't find the time, you know, I just, I wanted to do this, but I'm so busy. I have two kids and I'm trying to, you know, take care of my family and it's just no time. All of those answers to me are just, you don't have a strong enough why. Like, simple as that. And and I'm not trying to, people have said this way before me, Jenna, but this exercise is the one that finally got me. Like, when you think you don't have time, it means you don't have a strong enough why. When you think it's because there's nobody supporting you, it's because you don't have a strong enough why. How do people that don't have guidance, who don't have a course, don't have a training, that didn't have money, don't have the education, had worse, you know, family situations than I did or you did, how did they make it? It wasn't because they, found the magical path to wealth, abundance and freedom. It's because they were resourceful as hell because they had a burning why and there was nothing going to stop them until they achieved that goal. And it doesn't matter what your why is, as long as it's attached to you, yours doesn't have to be control or freedom or making sure your kids have choices or not going backwards in your life. It, it's yours and it's yours personally. But those days when it's, you know, raining, raining on your parade. People don't support you. The deal goes south. You need this anchor so you can dust yourself off and get back in the game and keep going to achieve where does you want to go? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's so powerful. I really hope that everyone listening just takes some time to really drill down because when you have that as the cornerstone of every decision you make, of every way that you choose to show up in the world, of any criticisms or any encouragement, like when that is like your home space, you can wake up every day and be ready to take on whatever life throws at Absolutely. you, which is so amazing. Okay, so walk me through real quick because... I touched on the fact that there's a bunch of tools inside of the program. And so I just want to know why you set it up the way you did with these tools to walk people through it before you even get into the (laughs) strategy and the science and all of that. You know what I love? I
1: love how you think. It was beyond strategic, right? So I teach the tools so you use them when you're teaching and helping other people. But I really did them because I wanted everybody in the course to go through them because I knew the breakthroughs they would have. So let me just back up here. If you think about anything you've ever tried in your past, if you're listening right now and you've bought a course before, but you didn't finish, you've gone to the live event, you went to a workshop, a mastermind, you read the book, but for some reason it didn't become your reality. So why has what Tony and I created become a damn movement with more people <laughs> completing and taking action than anything I've ever seen? And here's why. Besides the fact we have 60 years in this, but I want to tell you the three components. And you can all take this for if you want to talk to your to your kids and get them to take action. If you want to talk to your spouse and you want them to take action, you want to talk to your coworkers or people who work for you or you work for. These three pieces are crucial to any result. And that is number one, this bucket, you should write this down, is mindset. And again, like you said, you ignored it for a long time, Janet. So most people think, people just think, just show me how to do it. I'm a hustler. I work harder than anybody else. Just give me the tactics, give me the tools, give me the strategy. And that never works. Never seen it work in history. We all need an unstoppable mindset. So the first part of the training is simply made to where you're ready to chew through a brick wall to make this your reality. So when you go through those tools, Jen, and not only are you learning what you can do to help inspire other people and taking it from, you know, I've been to masterminds all around the world. I've been to over 300 masterminds. Some of those tools are mine. Some of those I got from other trainings, some of those Brendan Bashard uses and other great people, right? And I just collected all these great tools that get you in the mindset that nothing will get in your way. You know, the feeling, hopefully you felt it, hopefully you felt it in your own life, but I hope you could feel it in my heart of when I said, not going backwards, making sure my kids have choices and being in control. That's just one of the pieces that these tools do. So I, I want to, if, if you look at it as a, as a model, like if you're running a race, like I want the first part to be like, oh, hell yes, I got this. There's nobody getting my way. All those little things, that rotten story I used to tell myself my past, that was an anchor. I'm cutting the string, hoisting the sails, and I'm doing it. So that's the first part. The second part of the course is the tactics. So now you're like, okay, I'm ready. I want to do this. Okay, here's how. Here's how it looks at thirty thousand foot. How here's how it goes all the way, boiling down with the tactics and the strategies. How do you understand who you are? What do you? How do you understand what your skills or the experience you went through that other people need? How you can help people? Then how do you lay out how to fix? You know how to how to teach this with. Tools that we've created, right? And tools that we've discovered in our years. How to identify your ideal person who wants what you have, how to market in a way that, you know, that's that's my deep dive expertise. Is how do you do it in a way where everybody can understand? And instead of social media using you, you use it and all those great things, identifying those people, get them to raise their hand, and then how to run it, right? And how to teach it through a Zoom call and all these other ways. So if you think about that unstoppable mindset, and the fact of the matter is not many better people on the planet than Tony Robbins and how we you know, work together on that. Then you get the tactics and the strategies. But the part that I believe the mindset, what we're talking about today really anchors in is the part that most people miss is the implementation. And if we were, I wish we were all in the big room right now. And I could say, raise your hand if you've ever been excited about something, you got the details on how to do it. Oh, for some reason you didn't implement. You didn't know where to put it. You didn't know if you should buy a Kajabi account or ClickFunnels account or build it yourself or do it online or call people or tell, Oh, and then a little bit of complexity caused you to not complete or start or implement. So what we really obsessed on is mindset tactics and strategies. And then how do you immediately implement and take action? That's why we, I mean, to get into details. That's why we spent a lot of money and built a software. So you can go, I'm excited. Here's how to do it. Let me go build it. Okay. I'm excited. Here's how to do this section. Let me go build it. And I think, I think that's the magical combination of what we created.
0: Well, I know it is. And one of the things that I think is the coolest about how you laid it out, and I knew every ounce of it was intentional. I mean, I've told you this before, but the only reason I agreed to test out your course as a student was (laughs) to see how you did it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, wait, this is super good. Wait, I needed this. And one of the things I just want to compliment you on quickly is I feel like a lot of times people create content. And it's kind of like, well, here's my way. And, you know, now go out and figure out your way of doing it. And you empower people to do that, but you also equip people to take the things that have worked for years and decades and to go out and spread them to the world. Like there's not an ounce of you that I feel like is almost just holding on to this and saying, don't let my secrets go. You're like, here is everything I have ever learned. I've tested this out. I've seen this change people's lives. Let me first change your life to convince you that this tool can now go out to the masses. And so when you think about the impact of one person person learning it and then they teach 10 people and then that person teaches a person. And it's actually mind blowing. And so I just want to compliment you on that because I've never been a part of something where someone literally says, here are the tools. I'll prove to you they work. And then I want for you to go out and share them with the world.
1: Yeah. You know, thank you for saying, you know why this started as a passion, right? It didn't start as what can I build? What can I do? I mean, listen, I feel blessed that I get to speak in front of tens of thousands of people a year and, and sell millions of books and impact people's lives. But I'm not going to be here forever. And, you know, not to get into the whole story, but for me, education was really tough. I, I never went past high school because I had massive dyslexia and I just felt dumb. And I'm like, man, that whole college thing isn't going to work for me. And it was self-education. It saved me. You know, I am just being completely transparent. If I didn't start reading books and going to courses and, and listening to tapes, that's how long ago it was listening to cassette tapes, then listening to CDs on a Sony Walkman before MP3s became a reality. If I didn't find that, Jenna, I don't know where I'd be. And to have the ability to help show everyone that you have, you have something in your head, you know, that other people don't know and they need it. And unlike any other time in history, we have all these great ways to share it with them, to impact their lives and to create, you know, revenue and impact and success around it. It's like, how could this not be? And then, you know, when we decided to put this together, I'm like, how with all my years of being in this industry, how do I create something that people go all the way through? They graduate and then they implement Yeah. So to to hear you say that, and I I have to tell you, it was so cool when I know you went through the course and I could just hear it in your voice. Like you called me, you left me a message. You're like, Dean, you're killing me. I remember you left me one message. You said, you're killing me. I can't stop going through it. And that's just, that's the most rewarding thing in the world. I mean, to think that this is in over 150 countries right now, Tanner, who you know very well, sent out an email to people that are using our KBB method Um, and said, tell me the niche you're exploring and over 4,300 different niches. Like it's breaking the barriers of like, oh, I don't think I'm good enough. Oh, I'm not a doctor. Oh, I don't have 40 years experience. We're breaking that barrier and letting everybody see that sometimes your mess is your message.
0: Yes. A hundred percent. Okay. Before we sign off, tell everyone about the live training, what they can expect, what's happening, how it's going down and where they can sign up.
1: Yeah, we're so excited. So when Tony and I got together and decided to build this a couple of years ago, and we went live last year, as you remember, it was like, oh my God, like we knew the world was ready. Um, but we didn't know they were that ready. Over 200,000 <laughs> people came to the live training. It was My team was in the back, like behind the camera, holding up their hands, like how many people were on And We're like, oh my God. And, and, and obviously we're doing it again on February 27th. We're only going to do this once a year. And here's what you can expect. We're going to pull back the curtain and show you more. If, if you liked what we talked about today, any bit, tiny little bit, then you're definitely going to want to be on the live because we will show you what this industry is, how it evolved how you can extract what's inside of you or actually share what other people know, make an impact, do something meaningful in your life, and have the opportunity to create next level abundance and success for yourself. And that's what we shared last year, but now we have a whole year under our belt. And here's the thing. This is the part that's really important. We released the the KBB course last year and it was unbelievable. It was the biggest release of any product online that's ever existed. And we're going to do the same thing at the end of the training. We'll give people the opportunity to be a part of our 2.0 version. We spent the whole year. We spent, I mean, not that it matters, but we spent another half a million dollars just on the software. Tony has recorded all new trainings. I've recorded new trainings. We got all this great stuff in there. But here's what I want to share with everybody. Whether you get enrolled in the training or not the two hours or two and a half hours that we're going to be live with this special guest of this girl named Jenna Kutcher, which I'm so (laughs) excited about, the two-hour training will transform your life. And I mean that. Last year, we had hundreds of thousands of comments of people just saying, thank you. Thank you for what you shared. And Obviously, not every one of them got enrolled in KBB, but we made an impact on their lives. And if you know anything about us, if you've been following me at all or see the way I teach or talk with Jenna, I love delivering value. And let me tell you, with the two of us live in person, only once a year, I give you my word, we are going to over deliver. And I'm so excited you're going to be there with us, Jenna.
0: I'm so excited. I'm bringing the girl vibes in the mom party. (laughs) And I think what's going to be really exciting about it is one, I am a success story of this program, but not just that. I think that a lot of people forget, like I started the education side of my business three years ago, three Years ago. That's
1: amazing.
0: And so when you can see someone that's just slightly ahead of you on this journey, someone that's imperfectly leading, someone that's showing up and pulling their seat up to the table and saying, I'm here and I'm ready, I'm just really, really honored to get to be a part of that and to get to be on it, but also to just show this other side that doesn't have decades of experience, but that has taken this method and ran with it and helped over a thousand people implement it into their lives and their businesses. And so all you have to do to sign up is just go to jennaslink.com. That's Jenna's link. Save your seat. Uh, Me, Dean, Tony, and Russell are going to just really share this. And like Dean said, regardless of if you join the program or not, one, don't you want to just see how the masters do this at work? Like if anything, use this as an example of how you can start making bigger impact. But two, Start to imagine what's possible for you. I swear to you, there is going to be a story that resonates with you, whether it's something you heard on this podcast today or at the live training or within a testimonial where it shifts you to believing that this isn't just true for her or for him, but it can be true for me too. And I think that mindset shift alone, program or not, is going to transform the way that you show up in the world and the way that you see what's possible for you.
1: It couldn't have been said any better. I'm so excited. Listen, this is crunch time right now. We're, we're only days away from going live. I believe me, I'm getting up at three o'clock in the morning. I am so stoked and preparing for this. Cause I mean, last year we did something pretty magical and I want to make sure we do even better. And how could I not? We got Jenna Kutcher as a live guest and you know what? There's nothing like live. I just want to tell you guys. So if you go, it's Jenna's link, right? Yep. If you go to Jenna's link and re- register, I'm betting most all of you will do that right now, but I'm going to encourage you to put it in your phone, write it down because we had so many thousands and thousands of emails after the fact last year. Like, oh my God, I heard it was incredible. When are you going live again? It's like, so sorry, not till next year, you know? Yeah. So don't just register, put it on your calendar, find a quiet place. Like, Jenna, I know you do your Interviews in your closet sometimes. Yep. So a quiet <laughs> place to be totally immersed. You know, shut off all distractions and join us. Pull up a, a chair to the table with us and see how we do it. And uh, uh, it's going to be a blast and eye-opening.
0: Yeah. Well, Dean, thank you so much for another appearance on the podcast. You know, you're stuck with me as my coach and my mentor and I love it. just now a partner in crime. So I'm sure this is not the end of hearing from you. On well,
1: I feel honored to be one of the only few men that get to share with your awesome tribe. So thank you to each and every one of you. And we'll see you on February 27th.
0: I'll be incredibly honest and say that I went through that entire interview with a giant lump in my throat. Because I was thinking about this exercise and just how it's transformed from even just last year to this year. This morning when I was preparing for this interview, I started to work through it again. I came up with the really simple levels. I want to have freedom. I want to have freedom to spend my days doing what I want to do on that given day. I want to be able to say no whenever I feel that is the right answer. I never want to say yes just for the money. I want to live a fully passionate life. Next level, I want my daughter to see that she can build independent wealth and have the freedom to make decisions not based on money, but based on passion. Next level, I want to wake up knowing that I don't have to do anything that I don't want to do so that everything I do is coded in love and excitement and passion. Next level, I watch my dad wake up daily and work 12 hours at a paper mill for years and years and years just to get by. And I don't want to let this next generation believe that that is what they have to do in order to survive. I don't know if you can tell, but this exercise can change your life as you keep on pulling back each level. And to answer that question for yourself, and not just for yourself, but for the people that you are going to impact with your message. I know it's crazy, right? Like you just keep asking yourself why. But as you continue to do that, you realize that you are invited to unapologetically show up for a reason that is so much bigger than yourself. I don't know if this episode touched you or if this exercise is something that you're actually going to execute. And I pray to God that it is. But if you want to learn more about this journey that I've been on with Dean over the last year, this journey that cannot be summed up in a two-hour training or in a webinar pitch, if you want to just learn what's out there, what's available for you that's been created by the people that have gone before you, head to jennaslink.com and just show up. I mean, truly, I started this entire journey, not exactly knowing what I was signing up for, really just curious to see how other people were doing it. And in that case, I became a student and becoming a student in this way has transformed my journey and thousands of other people. I can drop statistics all day long, but if you felt something, if you felt something move within you, maybe now is the time that you actually say yes to figuring out what's next for you, to getting to the heart of your why, and to really understanding how you, yes, you can impact the world. I really hope I see you on that live training. But if not, I hope that you are feeling that stirring inside of your heart that might lead you to figure out why it is you do what you do every single day. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast